Welcome to the Engineering Emotions and Energy Podcast, where you can relax, recharge, and reconnect. And now, your host, Justin Wink. Home. When you hear the word home, what other words come to mind? Or maybe feelings? Is it safety, comfort, ease, or perhaps challenge, anxiety, shame? Maybe it's a mix of all kinds of words. So today, I'm going to be talking about the difference between visiting home and going backwards. Because last week, I had a chance to go back to my adult home of Folsom, California for the first time in about nine months. And it definitely brought up a lot and showed a lot of things where I was like, oh, yeah, this no longer works for me. And also... All right, I've come a long way, and oh, maybe there might be some things that I need to focus on a bit. So that's what we're going to be going into in this episode. I'm very grateful having you listening, enjoying the show, so please do remember to subscribe. And also, if you can go check out my YouTube channel uh, and subscribe, that's also super helpful. So uh, easiest way is either in the show notes or if you search for Justin Wink, Ph.D., on YouTube, it'll come out because I'm looking to get 100 subscribers so that I can name my uh, YouTube uh, web address so that I can tell you go like youtube.com slash PhD. But I can't yet. Got to get the 100 subscribers first. So going back to home, and I consider Folsom like my adult home because I effectively lived there for most of my uh, adult life. It's like I had my childhood home, which is in Orange County, where I grew up with my parents. Yet, uh, adult home, it's like after after age 18, I spent over 10 years in the Folsom area. That's where a lot of relationships are, where I spent a lot of times. I owned a house there. That was home in a lot of ways. And about nine months ago was the last time I really spent any sizable amount of time there because that was back when I was finishing up the sale of my house and getting everything wrapped up there. So it was the last time I was I was there. So I think saw some coworkers, saw a lot of friends, but was really just busy trying to get the house finalized to make sure that it was ready for the sale, which ended up finishing at the end of last year. I did have one brief visit back for one day just to get some things out of storage and get out of there. So I I saw one friend, but that was it. And honestly, that last trip, it was like a nightmare where it just seemed like anything that could go wrong did go wrong. And so for this trip, I had to go for a work meeting that I had to go to. So that was the reason. And I set the intention that this is going to be a good trip. I'm going to get get some good stuff out of this. It's going to go really well. Overall, it was a good trip in that did everything go how I wanted? It was the best thing ever. And I'm looking to move back. No, but I got a lot of great learnings. And I did get to connect with some good people. And I think if you're growth-minded, which chances are if you're listening to the show, you are, going back can be one of those things where it can be a little bit uncomfortable because there can be those pulls to do the stuff that you've always been. Yet, if you've been growing, there's a reason why you've been growing. It's because there's something that you want to be doing that you hadn't been doing, that there's a part of you that knows there's more to you. And there's more things to be done than just what you were doing back when you were wherever your home might have been. A lot of stuff can come up of like how things should have been, could have been, would have been, if only that. 
And I know there's definitely a little bit of that for me. And I was very, very conscious of that. And in some ways, I didn't want to go too far into that, like triggering too many old memories that at this point, maybe it's just not going to be helpful. So I, I made it a point not to go back to where my old house was, even though it's been, you know, getting closer to a year. That's still relatively fresh for a lot of the stuff, getting divorced and selling the house and renting it out as an Airbnb. There was a lot of hassle, a lot of heartache, a lot of, you know, challenging times. So it's like, I don't need to have all of that brought up. There's still some stuff. I know at one point, it's for me, it's going to be just, that was a place I lived and some things happened there. And yep, there were some good times and there were some challenges and that's okay. And it might be fun to go back there at some point. But right now, it's just like, nah, a little too soon. Wouldn't be fun. Yet even with knowing that and deciding consciously, I'm not going to do that, there still ended up being some things that came up, partially going back to a place where I worked for many, many years, going back into the building, even though post-COVID, it's still really different because it's like a ghost town, and I'm technically part of a new company that's within the building of the company I had been working for. But most of the coworkers are a lot of people that I've known for many, many years. And so interacting with them for work and then doing lunch things and kind of realizing that, oh, there were just so many habits of, of how I was back when I lived here. that just, Even for j- just a day of doing what I had done, which is, you know, go in, go to work, be doing work stuff, and then having food or meeting somebody for drinks or with coworkers or people that I work with that are kind of friendly – brought up that, oh, this is just not not exactly who I am or what do I enjoy anymore. And especially one of those things, you know, meeting people for drinks, I pretty much mostly avoid alcohol. And that was the main point for me. I'm like, I'm just not, not even going to uh, drink this trip. And I noticed that how challenging that was because many, many of the people that I would go to hang out with, that's the thing is, you know, have some beers, have some drinks, have some cocktails. And some people are just make it a quick offer. Then there are some people that are a little bit more insistent, like, what do you mean you don't want to have a, have a drink? It's like, nope, I just want soda water or sparkling water. With some lime sounds great. And then there's also, well, what places are we going to? Because usually it's a little bit focused on where, where the good drinks, where the good drinks are. Usually not the healthiest food, or at least not the type of food that I find most nourishing and so that was where I kind of saw, okay, I'm going a little bit into old habit, make myself feel good, but I'm going to go a little buck wild and eat some chips and some guac and a lot of guac, and a lot of chips and what's available, quesadilla, let's have a quesadilla. And it's just kind of really interesting to sort of like watch myself and realize like, okay, doing really good, stand f- firm on the alcohol side, yet on other sides, okay, maybe cave a little, but then also seeing hey, I can treat myself to things that I know I still enjoy. And one of those things that I did that where I was really happy with myself was, oh, let's see, I could go back to the hotel and just do some work or I could take the opportunity to, I'm somewhere where there's a great lake and I know there's a place that rents paddleboards. I could do some paddleboard and be out on the water, get some sunshine and just feel part of nature and enjoy one of and indulge in one of the things that I miss about living there which was sort of this, you know, easy, beautiful place to paddleboard. And so I did that and it was phenomenal. I'm like, okay, cool. Way to, way to treat myself and not just go, well, I'm here for work. So let me work. There's other 
times and places to get the work done to really enjoy what I could enjoy there, that was paddleboarding. And so I enjoyed it, which was really, really great. And then I did get to connect with uh, some really, you know, amazing friends that I, I truly do miss getting to see a little bit more regularly. But what's the great thing about having really good friends is that even if it's been six months, nine months longer, is you reconnect and you feel at home in that relationship and you're you're happy for what's been going on and taking care of each other. And I found that, you know, with as good friends Ned and Ina and good friends Brett and Genevieve and then also my uh, good coworker buddies, Nima and Mackenzie. And so it was just some people where it was like, oh, really good to reconnect with some of these people and remind myself that, yeah, I do have some great people in my life that happen to live here. And if I do end up here, they got me and I got them and maybe they'll be visiting me. And then recognizing that if there's people that maybe just I don't don't enjoy spending so much time with, seeing that I can maybe do a better job of setting those boundaries of like, okay, I'll be here this time. And then knowing that I only may want to spend like an hour in that environment, you know, what environments work well for me and what was my plan so that I'm not maybe too taken over by the habit or the pressure. And so these are all things that you can use if you end up going back somewhere. If you're going back home, you don't have to do it the way you've always done it. So another example for me going back to home home, back to Orange County, I've been practicing this for many, many years where a lot of people that go back to visit their parents stay with their parents. For uh, a while, I would go back and I mean, the first time I, I did this, it was really challenging, really scary to say like, oh, I'm, I'd rather, I'm going to stay with a friend. I'm not going to stay, you know, in the house. But oh my gosh, it, it felt so much better to have that space. Because for me, oftentimes going back home to the home where I grew up, bring up a lot of challenging emotions and getting into habits of just being a certain way. You know, it's like, well, I haven't lived at home for 10 years, but it can be really challenging to not be however you may have been back when you were a teenager or maybe even younger and just getting into those those habits of relating that any other person, any other place, you wouldn't even think to react in a certain way. But yet, if it's somebody you grew up with, it's like, boom, you're just right into that childhood way of reacting. For me, and I think for a lot of people, to be able to have that space of that, that downtime away from that, to kind of go like, well, who am I now and who do I want to be in these situations? There's a reason why we get into the habit. It takes energy to consciously be a different way, whereas just to be the way we've always been is really, really fucking easy. And there's nothing wrong with that. It can be really useful because if you think about all the things you do in a given day, if you had to consciously decide every little thing you did, it would be exhausting. That's why when you are attempting to be you know who you are in old situations, it can be a little exhausting. It can take energy. It can take effort. That's okay. Respect that. Honor that. Take the time away from the challenging environment that's going to take energy and go someplace where you can recoup and you can re-energize. So whether that's just being alone, which for me, having some alone time, or being with people that where it is easier to be yourself. So maybe that's some some newer friends or old friends who have grown with you. It's totally okay to not spend 24-7 with certain people just because you're in their zip code now. And if that's not okay, then should you be spending any time with these people? And I would argue probably not. If you can't 
manage what feels good for you allows you to stay in integrity and alignment with who you are now and who you're wanting to become, then those are probably people that just don't need to be in your life much, if at all. And that's okay. I've, there's a lot of people in my life that were big parts of my life in the past. They are not a part of my life anymore, or maybe it's, it's a, a very minor part. And in the future, who knows? Because sometimes some people go away and then they kind of come back. It's the ebbs and the flows. You know, there's seasons to the year and then there's yearly cycles and it's okay. Not everything has to be forever. When we can be okay that things will change, that we change, that other places change. Because that's the other thing, going back someplace is one of the things that I was really kind of looking forward. There were, there were probably two things that I was I was looking forward to doing, going back going back to Folsom. One was just as I was like moving out, got this recommendation of this really cool CBD shop for, because, and they sell like, you know, for, for sleep. The the owner was just kind of a fun guy and the product I felt was high quality, did the trick, uh, to, you know, to help me when I, I need to sleep. So like, I'm going to go back get to the shop and get me some, some of that. So that was one. And then the second thing I was looking forward to, so there's this barbecue place called Jay Wilds. It is probably some of the best brisket I've had in California. So I'm not going to compare this to outside of California brisket and barbecue because a lot of people might have opinions about Texas, but you got to give it up to Texas for their barbecue. It is phenomenal. I love Texas barbecue. Just the way they do brisket, burnt ends, ribs, beef ribs. It just, mm, uh, ooh, so good. Uh, so I wanted to get, go to Jay Wilds and I didn't know if I'd be able to go. Uh, it was looking like I'm going to gonna miss out. Then went hiking with a good buddy of mine, Ryan. I thought that like, oh, this is going to be on the way out of town. But then surprise, like uh, the hike that uh, he wanted to take me on was back the other way towards Folsom. So we did, did our awesome, it was much longer hike than I was expecting, but I did it. I did it. And I was glad because I also got to spend more time in the water because it involved this little swimming hole spot of uh, one of the rivers. But then after that, it was like, hey, what, where do you want to go to eat? And I was like, well, I guess we could stop by Jay Wilds in Folsom because it's on the way back to your place where my car is parked. And we went and it was incredible. So in that instance, something was just as good as I had remembered and it was still there. But then the CBD shop was completely cleaned out. It was just concrete floor, bare walls, nothing there. And just a sign that said like, hey, smoke shop next door, we have some CBD if you want it. You know, you're not the only one that's going to be changing. Like things are going to be changing back at home as well. And that's okay. So whenever you do have a chance to visit home, take the opportunity to go through and think of all the things you learned, how you've grown, all the connections, all those gems, all those great things, and use it as an opportunity to let go of or r- remind yourself how well you've grown and let go of the things that haven't worked for you. It's okay that not everybody is going to like that or appreciate that. Sometimes that's part of the growth process is just learning that when you're in alignment, it really doesn't matter what, what other people think. Because I've definitely been having some situations where some people say things to me, uh, and it's uh, had had one person call me and say I, I was immature, and it I didn't get angry at all because I'm like I know that's not true, I know it's not true. Like, is there possibly a better way I could have behaved? 
yeah. But when I look at my how I, I'm like, nope, that wasn't immature. I was doing my best. I was in alignment and doing what was was right in the moment uh, as best I could. So it it didn't bother me. And I was like, okay, growing. So give yourself credit for the progress that you've made, and you don't have to do everything perfect. There is no perfect. There's just there's just learning. There's just growing. It's not linear. And if you are feeling stuck, if you're like, I I, I want to be growing, but I'm not sure how, or I don't know which direction to go, reach out. I do love to to help people get unstuck. Because one of the things I've been uh, doing is working with a really amazing uh, group of people where we're getting really clear on the vision for the future and getting clear on like how amazing we already are. Because that's the thing is a lot of a lot of times we forget like all the amazing things we've done, how amazing we already are. And when we take that into account, we really just a little, a little minor tweaks here and there, just little course corrections. It really is enjoyable. It's something I, I love to do. And so if it's something that you're like, hey, I, I could definitely use, you know, some ideas or some perspective or some ways to do stuff. Or maybe you're, you're just like, you, you have some good ideas, but you just, you want to go as fast as possible. That's also, I'm, really efficient, really quick. You know, that's one of those things like in this podcast, I'm giving you some life hacks so that you can enjoy your life as quickly, as fast as possible. Cause that's the, one of the most valuable things we have is our time. Right. So the, the faster you can let go of the things that don't work, that's the faster you can try some new things and maybe get some, you know, new ideas of things that you want to do. You can, you can have multiple lifetimes effectively in this lifetime. If you're open to changing and evolving as, as quickly as you want to. There doesn't have to be a set that everything takes seven years or 12 years or 18 years. A lot of amazing stuff can happen in just a couple years. If you're clear on where you want to go and you're open to things unfolding quickly and in ways that maybe you can't even conceive of right now. Thanks so much for listening to the show. Do remember to let friends know, subscribe, give me good ratings. <laughs> uh, if, it's not, if it's not a good rating, just message me privately and uh, let me know. And then do go to my uh, Justin Wink PhD YouTube channel and do subscribe. Do appreciate it. Thank you and good day. If you want to contact the show, email me at podcast at justinwink.com. That's Justin, W-E-N-C-K. And find me on social media, Justin Wink PhD, on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, and YouTube. And if you want ways so that you can relax, recharge, and reconnect, find the Tuesday 20 every Tuesday at 12.05 p.m. Pacific. It's only 20 minutes, and it's going to get you relaxed, recharged, and reconnected. It's on YouTube, and it's on Facebook. So looking forward to seeing you there.